Hello there! This is Never Seen It. It's a podcast about movies that we haven't seen. My name is Trent. I'm here with my lovely companion, Betsy. That's me! She's also my wife. That's me! Uh, today, we're going back to the 80s. Back. We just did an 80s movie. We're staying there and watching a very, very different kind of movie. What are we watching, Trent? Today, we're watching RoboCop. That's true! <laughs> And Betsy, neither of us have seen RoboCop. Somehow we have made it in the almost 40 years this movie has been around. Yeah. And neither of us has watched this movie. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure how that came to pass, especially seeing I at least used to, if not still currently, own a copy of this movie. (laughs) (laughs) What? I was given this movie when I was, I think, in college. It was during a time where my siblings and I... And I've mentioned this. I have five siblings. We were still buying Christmas gifts for everybody in the family. And that got to be a lot of gifts for a lot of people. And so which, we... Which is to say, you have to go through the bargain bin... Basically. ...and find... Yes. Hey, here's a $2 copy. There was, <laughs> there was a lot of bargain shopping that went on. And one year, I think it was one of my brothers, gave me RoboCop on DVD... And I've never watched it. <laughs> Sorry to whichever of you gifted it to me. Yeah. It's not that it wasn't appreciated, but because I had never seen it, I just never watched it. Yeah. And yeah, I, I again, also have not seen this movie. It's not for any particular reason. Yeah. I, I know of people who like this movie very ironically. Okay. <laughs> uh, in, in, in that... They saw it when they were children uh-huh. who should not have seen this movie as children. To, to my understanding, RoboCop is one of those movies from the 80s that is like ultra, ultra violent. For the time. For Yeah, I guess. They still probably make toys of RoboCop. Probably. And I know they did back then. Probably. That There were a lot of rated R movies. Is this rated that, R? Oh, yeah. This is a hard R oh, movie. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, they made a lot of toys for rated R movies back in the 80s and the 90s, I think. Yeah, probably. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I know. Yeah, it's just one of those things that why the hell are parents taking their children to a movie like this? Why are they showing it to them? It's like when people were taking their kids to Deadpool. It's like, did you not understand? Did you not watch the trailer? Yeah, when Betsy (laughs) and I went to Deadpool in the theater... There, there were, were kids. There were kids right in front of us, probably eight years old, maybe. Yeah. I understand it's kind of a cheeky thing, but they're not going to understand half of the jokes anyway. No. And the rest of it is just hyper-violent. Yeah. So we'll see how RoboCop stacks up in that regard, because uh-huh. I think that was sort of a cliche thing to do in the 80s. Action movies. People sure. loved action movies. And they didn't care how violent or hyper-violent or real and or the fake. the 80s... The 80s were chock-a-block full of movies like this. Yeah. So I think that's why it's had a shelf life, why it's been something that people go back to. Sure. Because... And there have been like two or three sequels. Are there really? Oh, yeah. I know so little about this movie. Okay, let's get into that. What do you know about RoboCop? 
Well, if I'm making an educated guess, yes. I'm going to guess he is a robot who is also a cop. What? <laughs> so my assumption is he's a normal human man who gets injured and they replace his body parts with robotic parts. Yes. And he becomes RoboCop. Yes. I'm going to agree with you and say that is exactly what happens. So... <laughs> That's my that's my guess about the premise. And then because he's basically been gifted superpowers, as it were, yeah. he can like shoot people and beat people up and smash heads. And mm -hmm. it's really violent and awful. I'm hopeful that the actual vibe of this movie is so ridiculous that I love it. We'll see. Okay. I'm a little scared that this is going to be so self-serious that I'm going to hate every minute of this. I, I have a feeling you're right. Uh, do you know where this is set? Planet Earth. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, is Can it, you narrow it down? Is it in Los Angeles? No, it is actually in uh, like the, the far-flung future Detroit. Detroit? Yeah. <laughs> It is like run down, like the, it's what people say Detroit is without ever seeing Detroit. Okay. So someone who's it's, never it's been like to crime, Detroit writing crime, a movie about yeah, Detroit. Yeah, it's a crime ridden cesspool. There's a murder on every street corner. That kind of a thing. Like <laughs> drug dealers everywhere. That's what... The people who don't know anything about what they're talking about described Detroit as. Whatever. We were at the airport. That was a beautiful airport. It's huge. My <laughs> we, God. <laughs> when, when we were, we had a layover in Detroit on our way to D.C. for our honeymoon, I or think it was. Or on the way was. back or something. No, it yeah. was on the way there. And we decided, you know what? Let's support the good people of Michigan <laughs> and spend some money in the airport. <laughs> That's the only way we could have done anything for the good people there. Yeah, it was just a connecting flight. But yeah. okay, so it's in Detroit. Yeah. I don't have a clue who's in this. I don't I couldn't name it, it one is, actor. It is a lot of unknowns. Um there are gonna be some people you recognize. Probably. But not like big name actors. Those character actors that show up in everything, especially in the eighties. Yes. yes, very much so. Yeah. What but, do you know apart from what I've just mentioned? That's pretty much it. Okay. Um I, I I've heard I don't wanna mix up what I've heard about this movie and the sequels. Okay. Because I know somewhere in the sequels, I think there's like a drug thing. There's like a fake fictional drug that mm -hmm. RoboCop is going around trying to solve the problem. Okay. Uh, but from this, I know, I think it's just a bunch of gang violence. I think, you know, it's probably some corrupt cops. He's laying down the law as yeah. a cop and a robot. Right. And I think... If what I think is correct, he is injured on the job, like you said. I don't know how they get him into whatever this program is, but I don't think he spends a whole lot of I don't think he spends a whole lot of the movie as RoboCop. Really? I think that's true. Like more of the movie is just him as a normal yeah. average guy. Yeah. Well, that's going to be boring, but we'll see. Yeah. Um you know, he's got to have his his, you know, character development. You got to introduce the dude. Ah, just hit him with a bus and turn <laughs> him into a robot. <laughs> what would be more? What would be more interesting? Him being a dude and then turned into RoboCop, or the movie just starting with a dude who is a robot cop? I guess like it, like it's the most normal thing in the world. 
guess it depends how hard you lean into that concept <laughs> and what the world around him looks like. Right. If it was like the and 1920s. If there, were more of them. if there were more of them. If it was like the 1920s oh, and some kind of, Or like the 1800s, like a steampunk. <gasps> I want to watch steampunk RoboCop. Steampunk Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's been stranger movies, I'm sure. Oh yeah. And this is such a thing they would put together in the 80s what if we made a cop who's also a robot where all of the cocaine in the world was taken in the production of this movie i have to imagine we'll see let's go find but out yeah let's go watch robocop betsy we'll be right back was robocop betsy that was a whole thing what the hell did we just watch (laughs) that was oh my god i can see why people like this movie that was so 80s oh yeah everything about it was very 80s and i was looking at the budget for this film and it was very big. And then I look at the production value, and it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but for the 80s? For the 80s? Uh-huh. I mean, some of these effects would be very expensive. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah. You weren't wrong. This was hyper-violent <laughs> yep. at times. Yep. It was ridiculous and cheesy at other times. Yep. And there was a lot of swings. (laughs) So I think this movie definitely... It it lived up to the hype for me. Totally. I don't think I ever need to watch this again. (laughs) Oh my God. I can see how this is just one of the classic 80s action movies. Okay. And I'm not one to watch a lot of 80s action movies. No. Eventually, we'll get to some more of them. Kind of seems like it. But this one? Holy shit. <laughs> like, we Paul don't... Paul Verhoeven, you magnificent bastard. <laughs> we don't watch cheesy action movies. No. And so this meets that expectation and more. Yeah. I don't know if this is my thing. There were moments I enjoyed it immensely because yeah. it was so fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. I don't think it was done with a knowing eye. I don't think any of the cheese mm-hmm. was intentional. That's no. That's the beauty of it. No, for the 80s, this was like fucking top of the line shit. Yeah. This is like a fucking Terminator knockoff. Yeah. Think about it. Terminator came out in 84. Uh, This is also around the time of Die Hard. Yeah. So this was a big thing in the 80s to make cops and action movies. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all of that put into one thing. Yep. 
Yes, it is. And it is RoboCop. A movie that we just watched (laughs) together. (laughs) And let's just get into it. I have several notes. Yeah. (laughs) So it just hits you right in the face. First thing after the Orion logo. Remember Orion? Vaguely, yes. Yeah. Uh, Hits you right in the face. Big, bold, capital letters, RoboCop. Yep, no title, no title, no uh, title credits, se- just no this- title sequence. Nope, nothing. Nope. Just the fucking title. That's all you need to know. In silver metal letters. Yeah, that's all you need to know. Yep. And then we go into a news report featuring Lisa Gibbons. Yeah. Did you recognize her at all? Because I was like, wait a second, I know this I woman. Don't think so. She was on like fucking Access Hollywood or one of those shows in the in the '90s and the 2000s. Okay. So this is her thing. She does like newscasting, if you want to be generous and call it that. Yeah. So when she's making a delivery like She'd that, she'd be like Mary Hart. Yeah, exactly. But it wasn't Entertainment Tonight. It was one of those other ones. I think. I, I know what you're talking about. But though. point being, I was like, I know this woman. Why do I know this woman? It's fucking Lisa Gibbons. Why is Lisa? <laughs> I know the name for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. Cause. Yeah, because we all grew up in some capacity knowing sure. all the names of those people. Mary Hart, South Pat Dakota Pat O'Brien, also a South yeah, Dakota South Dakota native. native, Pat O'Brien and Mary Hart. Yeah, but those people, we were well-versed in yes. them. Like Maria Menounos, she's kind of the same thing. And we know her yeah. from going to the movie theater, but she was on... Yeah, one one. of those other shows. So, yeah, they start the movie with this newscast where they basically give you some of the exposition. So a corporate company is getting involved with the police and trying to make it a safer city without Um, using cops. Omni Consumer Products. Yes. OCP. OCP. You down with OCP? No. Yeah, you know me. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we're getting right into it. Hey, have you heard about a story about a, a about a corru- uh, about corrupt corporations? Right. <laughs> and uh, it's expensive to have cops, and the cops are dying. Our asses oh, corpor- are getting Corporations do, do, just do things so much better, guys. Just just privatize everything. That's right. And and put a, a man by the name of Dick Jones at the top. That's right. Dick this Jones. Was, this was clearly written by men who know lots of names, yeah. like Dick. <laughs> And Bob. And Murphy. And Murphy. Murphy. No first name Murphy. Just, yeah. There's, there, he, he does not have a first name in this he entire film. He doesn't need one. He's not credited with a first he name. He is Robocop. He's just Murphy. Yep. Um, so, yeah, we, we get the, the newscast at the beginning with a lovely set of uh, ads. These were interspersed throughout I the love, whole movie. I love, love, love when shows and, and, and movies like this make a universe outside of the main story. Within it's the story. It's giving you a little bit of flavor. Where you live. Yeah. Of what's going on in this world. Yep. Like, we got the ad about, hey, here's a, an artificial heart made by Yamaha. Designer. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> you know? There's a game. It comes with... Uh, it comes with... Uh, with a, uh, the health tax credit or some shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Order them today, Betsy. Yep. Get your Yamaha heart. And then throughout the rest of the movie, we get updated uh, newscasts about what's going on in the news. Mm-hmm. You know, 
uh, there's a space laser that malfunctioned and killed two former presidents. And set California on fire. And set California on... And, uh, and on to the news. And on to other news. What the fuck? <laughs> I love that. And then there's just an ad for a car and an ad for yeah. a nuclear attack game. Right. Like, Nuke em. What the fuck? Oh it's like God. Battleship, but it's Nuke em. But that's the thing. That stuff was so cheesy and clearly meant to be funny. Sure. So, but they it's, they played it so straight faced. It was. But that's what perfect. I'm saying. Is it supposed to be funny or is it supposed to be serious? Does it matter? To me, you're laughing at it. It matters. The red. Oh God! It was weird. <laughs> like it was perfect, but it was weird. And the yeah. whole time, you know what I kept thinking about? Fucking Kung Fury. Yeah. This is the movie. Uh huh. And many others like it that inspired Kung Fury. One hundred percent. Yep. His cop. He's a cop who gets bitten by a cobra and stuck struck by lightning at the same time. Yeah, at the and same he time. becomes Kung Fury. Uh-huh. It's that shit. He's got a tragic backstory and then he becomes a very serious hero. And the whole time he's making his delivery, he's talking very like it's that. It's the same thing <laughs> yeah. with Robocop. Yeah. He's just like, I am a robot. I'm going to talk like this because that but is But by what the happens. end of the movie he doesn't do that anymore. No, because he becomes more human when he takes off his robot helmet. That's but, right. And he smiles. Oh my god, we're getting way ahead of <laughs> There's so much to digest. Oh my god, this fucking movie. You know, it was also interesting that they kind of, in those news segments, they touched on actual things too. So like they basically touched on apartheid at the very first scene. Because it's 1987 and they talk about South Africa and the The, white cops or whatever. The the white leaders of of this city-state acquiring a, a nuke from France. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they just kind of gloss over it. Now, they're basically setting up that the world is in peril. The world is fucked. Yeah. In this so world. all the places they're talking about have messed up things. Yeah. But it was just interesting that the very first thing they talk about is yeah. apartheid yeah. in South Africa. They didn't yeah. say the word, but that's what it was. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, God. So then, you know, the first scene we are set up with our bad guys. And who's the main bad guy? But the guy who plays Red from that 70s show. Of course. The dad. Of course. He's got, (laughs) you know, he had a pretty big career in the 80s. I've seen him in other 80s movies. But the thing that he is most known for is that show. Yeah. For our generation, certainly. Totally. I guarantee there were people who started watching that show and were like, ah, it's the guy from Robocop. (laughs) But I didn't know that at the time. I learned that today. Yeah, there's only a few people that I recognize in in this entire movie. And they're, like you said, the character actors who've been everything. So the other two guys on his crew Mm -hmm. were people I recognize. I don't know the actors' names, but the guy who was the getaway driver, who was Mm -hmm. kind of balding, he was on ER. Yep. So he was kind of a, a dick he was this asshole doctor mm-hmm. who just was, who thought he was hot shit. And I have been traumatized by this because that man has a story arc where he is next to a helicopter and his arm gets chopped off. Oh. This happens on Great. TV. Great. <clears throat> My voice just cracked. <laughs> I was so traumatized. Uh, and the other guy is Ray Wise. Ray Wise, who we know from Good Night and Good Luck. Yep. And he also was on a TV show. I think Kevin Smith produced it in which he played the devil. All right. I actually sure. watched that show and it was pretty funny. I don't remember the name of it though, but wow. that was the first thing I saw him on was that TV show where he played the devil. Yeah. That was kind of the extent of it. 
Um, uh, as far as the... Oh, no, I'm sorry. There was one more guy. So the Bob, the VP dude who, like, runs the RoboCop program. Yeah. So you recognized him from some other movies. He's, he's been in a few. He's yeah. much younger here. That is Miguel Ferrer. Miguel Ferrer's mom is Rosemary Clooney. Oh. That is George Clooney's first cousin. All right. All right. Sure. Fun fact. Fun fact. Um, so, yeah, I learned that much later. But he's another guy who had a huge career in, like, the 80s and 90s, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. usually playing a cop or a tough guy. Sure. Something like that. He never made it quite as successful as his very well-known cousin. Sure. And his very well-known mother. Right. But he had a good he had a good career. So, yeah, very few people that I recognize. Um, just kind of those people that pop up here and there. I thought I knew his partner, but I think she just looked like somebody else. The only thing she's really done is RoboCop movies. Right, and and she is, uh, her, her look is just kind of a generic 80s yeah. uh, lady. Sort of cute, feathered hair. Yeah, short hair, yeah. Yeah, that's Jim Brewer's cousin. Fine. I was just looking her up because <laughs> okay. I was convinced I knew who she was, and I was like, is she at least related to somebody? She looks so familiar. And I went all the way through the trivia and stuff, and what I found out was, no, I have no idea who she is, but she is Jim Brewer's cousin. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> but you know who that is, so there you go. All right. Um. So, yeah, we, we got – there was a scene uh, in the boardroom, the first boardroom scene. Yeah. Them going through – Hey, we got these two things, and we're we're a business, and we're, we're now that we have uh, control over the police, this is how we're going to do things. Let's roll out our big Be plan. Be more efficient and, and make money. Yep. Okay. Well, uh, Mr. Dick Jones. Yep. Uh, rolls out Ed two oh nine. Ed two oh nine. Have you heard the term Ed two oh nine before? No. I have. Okay. And in what context, I don't remember, but I remember Ed 209 being this this reference to something that is like clumsy and stupid. I wonder why, Trent, yeah, yeah. because I also just watched this movie and <laughs> yeah. saw what happened with Ed 209. <laughs> yeah. So Ed 209 just comes right out the gate being... Not of not a very good robot, but very you mean a stop motion animation stop robot? Motion animated stuff needs to come back in a big way, especially in live action films. Oh my god! So this was what something that bothered me about this. This movie was made in 1987. This is a full what seven years after Empire Strikes Back, yeah, which uses. A ton of stop motion animation. Yep. And does it quite well. Yep. And but that's a lot of miniatures. I guess, but you don't think they did this in miniature? So they're doing it for so they're doing it in that room. But it's fake as hell, you can I tell. Know. Of course it is. Of course it is. But it's it's harder to get that scale. I guess in, in a in a small room like that. When you're looking at Empire Strikes Back, like look at the fucking Tauntauns, that's in the distance. You're not seeing them up close. Okay. But the way they move. Yeah. Lucasfilm does it su- more superiorly. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Th- that that looked horrible. It looked really bad. And you know, even even stuff from 50 years before this mm. looked better than this. Oh, yeah. This was done on a budget. <laughs> they did not spend the money on the stop motion. I wonder what they really blew their blew their money on. Explosive blood packets. I guess. 
The robot the, costume. The, I don't fucking know. The robot costume looked looked bad. Like it looked like fucking this the pieces of plastic. It was pieces of plastic. I know. I know. <laughs> they like could have made it look more expensive, but they didn't. That's why I'm always curious. It's like this was honestly probably considered a low budget movie. It looks like it. It had a ton of money, but we have to translate that into the 80s times. And frankly, even with a ton of money, it was probably still not a lot of money. Yeah, because you're going to throw a bunch of money to an unknown dude. Like Paul Paul Verhoeven did nothing before RoboCop. This put him on the this put him on the map. Yeah, and then we'll talk about him in a minute, but he's made some movies you may have heard of. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so... Yes, so Ed 209 comes into the boardroom and he demonstrates his skills by murdering a board member. (laughs) Like a lot. Like a lot. (laughs) When you said it was going to be violent, he shot that man like 50 times and it was exploding off of him. Betsy, get a paramedic. He was dead, Trent. (laughs) He was very dead. He was very dead. What I wrote down was, that man died a lot. <laughs> he did. He died so very much. Also, Ed 209 growls like a lion. Of course he does. He's got to be, you know, scare tactics. Yep. If it doesn't work to get you to put your gun down by asking politely. You have 20 seconds to comply. He sh- he growls at you and then shoots you. A lot. A lot. <laughs> get dead. Yep. 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 Oh mm. my god. Oh my god! But yeah, a- after the boardroom is where we have the scene with Murphy and his and his partner. I don't remember her name. W- Wilson or I something. Don't, w- sure, Wilson. Why not? I don't fucking the know. The partner. Uh, so he gets shot a lot. So yeah, they go in this high speed chase. Which, by no, the way, ba- let's back up. So, okay, okay. All right. All right. Fine. So he's on his first day on the job in his new precinct uh, no, and he is yeah, handed, new precinct. he's still he's been a cop yeah, in a different district but they've moved him around he's gonna be in this district yep and his first day there were boobs did you notice the boobs yep they just threw some gratuitous yep. boob action Which it's, in there. it's a co-ed locker room yeah co-ed locker room there's some boobs first like five minutes of the movie yeah this okay casual boobs casual boobs uh, so they go out on patrol as cops do. They're drinking coffee. They get a call. There's a crime in progress. Mm-hmm. They throw their coffee on the ground because littering is fun. And then they are in a pursuit of these bank robbers. Bank robbers. Yes. And they are the only cops and two cops <laughs> going after bank robbers who they know who, are armed, who immediately, immediately open fire on the cops. Yes. And they were told this is an armed You robbery. know it's bad when the when the the bad guys just open fire on the cops immediately. Kick the doors open and start blasting their guns. Yeah. So they chase them down into a warehouse where they know they are armed. They just went through this. And they there know is there no are, backup. And you know that there are like four or five of them. Right. And they know there's no backup coming because they said, where's that backup? Oh, there's no backup coming. Right. Every for, 10 for, minutes. Another, for another few minutes. And they make the decision to go in the building. What the fuck? They also split up. Yeah. Yeah, they split up. Like oh they maybe God. could have taken them as a as a duo. Yeah. Your call, partner. What do you want to do? Let's go for it. You're fucking stupid. You wow. were both terrible cops. There, wow. I said it. Terrible cops. And she immediately 
his partner immediately falls for a stupid trick. Yep. And gets her ass thrown over a railing, but she yep. survives. Yep. Sure. And he does not. I'm sorry. No. His hand is blown off. Then his arm is blown off. And then he is shot in the chest and left standing. But he's been shot like 25 times. And then he's shot in the head. But he's still alive. But he's still alive. Yep. Oh, Trent. Oh, Trent. That's not... That... No. There are a lot of people who I, get shot in this movie. There's... And live. Uh, so many bullets. <laughs> At the, end, at the end, his partner gets shot like five times and lives. Yeah, she's in bad shape, but I'm she's in bad alive. shape, Murphy. Oh my God, Trent. Yeah. He was fucked up. It doesn't. Real bad. Violent does not even begin to describe what happens to that man. No. First, he's kind of tortured by getting his hand shot off. Yep. And then they just let loose with the bullets. Uh-huh. And he's not knocked down. He's still yeah, standing. He's still on his knees. Not even on his knees. He's standing up. He's standing? Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So he's legally dead and they turn him into RoboCop. Yeah, so he goes through surgery. Him being awake and alive for all of the surgery. Them, like, trying to revive him, apparently, because yep. they show the shot from his eye line. Right. There was a lot of that in this movie. That was one thing I noticed. So that kind of point of view yeah that sort of angled up wide angle lens kind of yeah. shot yeah that's very big from the 80s mm-hmm. that's where i started seeing that shot and they've improved it now like it's still something oh, people yeah. do but yeah. it looks better this is like really angled and dramatic right. it, it looks it's a fish eye it's a yeah. fish eye uh, kind of a lens yeah look. it's it's more wide angle yeah. and it's like uncomfortable yeah and things that are smaller appear bigger. And right, and like when when he's starting off as being RoboCop, all the people getting into his face, yeah. talking to him directly. Leaning like, it, in. It's very, very close to We're him. We're all in a Beastie Boys music video. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the middle of the movie. But yeah, he's alive for all of that, and then, then he's RoboCop, I guess. Yes. Yeah. And he has three directives, except a fourth, which is secret. Classified. Classified. We don't know that one. So then we get a sequence of RoboCop just going around the city. Uh, in his Taurus. I guess stopping crime. In his Ford Taurus. In his Ford Taurus, obviously. What else do you have in Detroit? Old Detroit. Fords. Fair. Old Fords. I, I would have to go through this movie, but I assume that this this movie is full of Fords. I'm sure. It's Detroit, Betsy. It's Detroit. Uh, but yeah, there, we get a montage of him just going around and not preventing crimes, interrupting crimes in progress. And fucking up criminals. And shooting a guy in the dick. He did do that. And he threw a guy out a window and he threw a guy into a glass case. Yep. And he pulled a guy through a wall. Yep. Those are all real things he did in mm-hmm. the name of protecting other life and the law. Protect the innocent. That's right. Uphold the law. Yeah. He didn't just shoot that guy through in the dick, though. He shot him through a woman's through legs. Through a woman's legs, through her skirt, into his into dick. Into his dick. That's... Precision. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He... he had it coming. He did that. He had it coming. Yeah. Um, I also loved when they had the hostage situation and the demands of the hostage. Oh, yeah. He was, or the, uh, 
what do you call it? The hostage. The hostage taker? The hostage taker. Yeah. Whatever. The guy dem- making the demands. The suspect. The suspect. And he wanted a specific I wanna, car. I want, I want a recount of the election. I want my old I want job back. My old job back. I want a new office. I want a new car, and I want the city to all pay for it. Yep, but specifically, he wants a car that gets terrible gas mileage. I want that. Uh, I don't remember the name of it, but it's it's the SUX. The six thousand SUX. The sucks. Yes. Like the Sioux City Airport SUX sucks. Gets eight point two miles to the gallon. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Like that whole scene, like that's does supposed it, to be funny, right? Does it right? come with cruise control? And then he gets mad when he's like pandering to him. Like, sure, we'll even get you like a convertible top. Yeah. Don't fuck with me, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> it just was weird. Tonally very weird. And again, it's probably very intentional. Yeah, it but has there are to be. so many movies like this where it's not that it gets hard to tell. Like, are you being serious or is this terrible? And you Those know it's terrible. Those are the terrible. best ones. Sometimes, sometimes I just sit and wonder, oh. wait, are, are you being serious right now or are you being ridiculous right now? Those are the ones where I I have to stop thinking about that and just enjoy it. Just go for the ride. I guess. I went for the ride with this one. All right, I then. stopped questioning it very early on. <laughs> right. And then, of course, about in the middle of the movie, he basically starts remembering that he's human. Well, he has a dream. He has a dream. He has a he dream flashback. about... Yeah, dreams and flashbacks to him getting murdered and of his family. Yep. I think th- there was even a scene of him leaving work or leaving for work that morning. Yep. And his family is like waving, waving goodbye. Waving at the end of the cul-de-sac. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very nice part of uh, old Detroit, by the way, mm-hmm. that, where he was living. So very Is the nice. rest of the city kind of shitty? And then when he finds out what happens, he's like, oh, she just moved on. Right. She moved on. Right. It's really not that long ago. No. You know, he dies. He goes into surgery. They put him in the RoboCop thing. How long is that? A couple of months, maybe? Right. Okay. Oh, my God. It was, yeah. <laughs> She's a nameless wife, and he has a nameless son. Yep. And he dies in this horrible, tragic way. They don't get a funeral, mind you, unless they faked a funeral. And then his wife moves on because she's clearly got closure. Uh-huh. Whatever. Whatever. It's not that kind of a movie, Betsy. I know. I know. But one of the things I noticed when he was having his dream, there uh-huh. were a couple of techs sitting there talking and they were eating McDonald's. Yeah. And they had the super old 80s the styrofoam, styrofoam yep. containers. Uh-huh. I hadn't seen those in years. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was a throwback. Oh, boy. Okay, what else? So, yeah, he, he wakes oh up God. and then he realizes that he wants revenge. Yep, and he figures out who these guys are. Yeah, he goes out trolling for one of the guys. He finds one at the gas station. By happenstance? I guess. This guy is hassling the the gas station t- attendant who is reading a... Geometry book, I think? Uh, plain geometry. Yeah. yeah. Plain geometry book. And he's, he's saying, like, are you smarter than a bullet man? <laughs> you want to find out? You want to find out? Come on. Yep. And then we have a big explosion. There were lots of big explosions in this movie. Maybe that's what they blew their budget on was big goddamn explosions. Yeah. 
maybe they couldn't really do it all that well back in the 80s and they had to blow a bunch of money on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was no special effects to include uh, no. explosions. You just had to blow shit up. Pretty much. Tough guys walk away from explosions, Trent. No, the toughest guys are in explosions and walk out of explosions. That's right. That's... The that's, robot man was on fire. That's... And he just walked away. He wasn't on fire. He, he was, was in, in the fire. fire. Okay, he was in the fire. Yes. Fine. Yes. Uh... But, but yeah. But he identifies this hoodlum and then he uploads himself to the database and figures out who he really is. Who he really is, who, who his known accomplices are. Uh, so he goes out and finds one of his accomplices at the at the uh, the eighties club. Yep. I, 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 I wanted that club to be more weird. It was like one room. Like they didn't have the budget to film in an actual yeah. club. So they used the same space. It kind of looked like it could have been the upstairs to the apartment where our friend Bob dies later. Okay. It kind of looked like the same space, hmm. but just a different angle. It could be. And I, yeah, that's how they filmed this shit. They probably did use the same space. Let's be honest. Yeah. So hey. yeah, he hunts all these people down. Meanwhile, we find out that Dick is working with the bad guys. What? And he's got to take out his shitty little competition Bob, who was just kind of an asshole to him. Like, he didn't even really do anything. And he puts a hit on his life. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, we got, uh, what's his name? What's the bad guy's name? Clarence. Clarence. Thank you. Clarence comes in and shoots Bob in the legs like but, four times. But first, honey, he interrupts Bob, he interrupts who's having a Bob, sexy party with prostitutes. Who's having a sexy party with, with models, I'm Betsy. sorry, models. Models. A sexy cocaine party. I mentioned all the cocaine. So all much, of the cocaine, so cocaine that got taken while yes. writing this movie and filming this movie. Yes. More than likely. And what did Clarence tell the nice young women when he asked them to leave? Oh, Betsy. <laughs> oh, Betsy. <laughs> I cannot believe this was in this movie and I didn't know about it. Those of you who have uh, listened through to a lot of our uh, episodes, the classic Triple X. My favorite line in that movie is, bitches come. Our man says, bitches leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Bitches leave. Bitches leave. I don't know what's better now. I might have a new favorite. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, my God. I'm just going to edit it for you. I'm going to learn how to edit footage just so I can put those two lines together just for you. Thank you, Betsy. Okay. All right. <laughs> Okay, so they're having a cocaine party. A sexy cocaine party. Yes, and Clarence comes in and puts... Did you see? A disc. He had a disc that was a video. It yeah. was a, a, a small disc. Yeah, so it's basically a DVD, but they kind of made it up for the future of this movie. Sure. Yeah. So, like, CDs was were a thing sure. in the 80s. And they, they said, they were very early well, what on. if we put them in a movie? What?! Yeah, same you, thing. you can actually have a video on a disc. That's what crazy. are you talking about, Betsy? You're crazy. You're crazy. No, I'm Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I noticed that. That was cool. Yeah. That was cool. Little uh, we're in the future moment. Yeah. In case you haven't remembered, this is supposed to be the future. Right. 
we have some tech that doesn't exist yet. That was super cool. But he puts in the disc. We find out Dick is a dick. Yep. And then Clarence sets a grenade with a timer on with it. With a digital clock on it. That actually that actually goes off like a digital alarm clock. Yep. Which once again blows up vastly more space than a little hand grenade would blow up. Yeah. Like I'm telling you, they blew the budget on explosions. But you know what? The the, the shot of the explosion could have been better. Like the outside shot where the explosion happened is just like his front door. Yeah. That's it. That's because Come they, on, guys. they couldn't build a whole house and blow it up. They couldn't do a miniature. They just had to up. do the facade. They did the facade and they blew it up. That was like what the my problem a lot of this movie. You could tell everything was just like sets and they didn't yeah. build much of it. Yeah. It was just facades and like here's an alleyway and here's a billboard and here's you know the outside of a building that is clearly a painting. Sure. It's a matte painting. Yeah. You know, it was a lot of that throughout this movie. And there were a lot of the matte paintings in backgrounds of, of um, buildings. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, the, they look cool. I suppose. I Sometimes. Be- it was believable. For the most part. There was some stuff that looked really, really I didn't really look that phony. closely at it. So I just, again, I was in the movie, Betsy. Again, I give it to this is just a cheesy 80s movie. Yeah. That probably didn't have a huge budget no. for the time. No. Yeah. Then we got a gunfight in the cocaine factory. <laughs> oh my God, so much cocaine. <laughs> there were like barrels of cocaine. <laughs> little vials. Little tiny vials of yes. gl- glass vials of cocaine. Because that's There's got to be a better way to do that, guys. transport cocaine. There's got to be a better way. It was like hand-blown glass. It was right. beautiful. Right. Beautiful, bulbous, like, <laughs> shapely <laughs> glass. Yeah, it, it was uh, like a fucking, um, like a beaker. Yeah. Like a beaker of cocaine. Yep. Cocaine. Cocaine. Oh, man. They had a shootout. He finds them. He kills a couple of the bad guys. He kills like a dozen bad guys, but but then gets to Clarence, and he almost kills him. He, like, forgets himself for uh-huh. a minute. I don't uh-huh. know. So he goes, he goes and kills about a dozen people indiscriminately, yep. but then doesn't kill him. But only after he throws him through plate glass a couple As of times. As he's reciting his his Miranda rights, uh-huh. he throws him through a plate glass window thrice. Yep, not a, that's that's not uh, dangerous at all. You couldn't die from that. No, don't worry about it. Yeah, it's fine. <sighs> but he turns him into the cops, and then he's promptly released like five minutes later. Yeah, because uh, Dick. Says, oh, yeah, you'll be, you, the lawyers will get you out in 24 hours. Right. But, of course, not before Clarence says, oh, it's Dick. I'm working with Dick. He's ahead of your company. Uh-huh. He's my guy. I'm his guy. And it's all recorded Everything's because he's recorded. a robot. That's right. Trent, he's a robot mm-hmm. and a cop. And he records things. And then we got a robot fight. All right. Yeah. So after, after he turns in Clarence, he goes to the he goes to the company building and goes after Dick. He confronts him. He confronts Dick, and we finally find the fourth primary directive. That's right. Number four. The confidential is you, directive is that you cannot harm 
any of the company men, the company executives, yep. let's say. Because you are our property. We created you. You are a product. And it doesn't matter if we're doing anything illegal. You can't catch, you can't bust us, essentially. Yep. Yeah. So he can't destroy him. So he sicks his robot after him. Ed 209 is back, baby. Ed 209 is back and as awful as ever. <laughs> <laughs> And we find out that Ed 209 can't really do stairs. Ed cannot do stairs. And he squeals like a pig when he Uh falls down the stairs. He goes from a lion to a pig. That was so obnoxious. So he slips down the stairs. He thinks about it for a minute. The robot thinks about going down the stairs. Finally decides he's got to do it. Falls down. Lands on his back. Can't get up. Can't get up. Starts squealing like a pig. Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> Good Lord. And of course, our hero makes a heroic escape uh-huh. with the help of his partner. Yeah. But not after, not before being shot at about 12,000 times. None of those cops had hearing protection. They are going to have some serious lifelong problems. <laughs> they have a lot more problems than that I'm, in that city. I'm just pointing out they're, they're ready to strike, Trent. That's true. The cops are going on strike and they're just going to let the city be overrun by bad guys. And they do. And they do. So we get our returning champions, uh, the people who uh, fuck up Murphy. They get the band back together. And they get these uh, military grade rocket rocket guns. And blow up more of the city because, again, need more explosions in this movie. Yeah. Which, again, cool guns. <laughs> God. And then they regroup because they got to go and destroy the RoboCop. Yeah. so Because he's not dead yet. Yeah, he can so, identify so, them. Uh, so uh, Dick and uh, Clarence get together and say, hey, we're going to be implementing this new Detroit, new whatever, new Delta. New Delta City yeah, or new something. De- yeah. They're going to call it New Delta City instead of New Detroit or whatever. Yeah. And they're saying, hey, you know, there's going to be a lot of crime happening in the new city too. So guess who, get, guess who gets to... Uh, Get uh, in on the run, ground to floor. To run all that. And then he calls him Richard. Yep. Anyway. Uh, so they, they give him the GPS. They don't call it a GPS because no. what the hell is a GPS in 1987? No, but they've got a little screen with a dot that blinks. <laughs> <laughs> it blinks and that's the RoboCop. That's where the RoboCop is. So we know where he is at all times. He's at the steel mill. Of course he is. What kind of a steel mill has toxic waste that will do that to a person's body. Movie ones <laughs> in Detroit. That in is the, the first question I had when that happened to that man. Okay. That was horrific. His skin was melting. He was melting. And then he exploded when a car hit him. Yep. That was the most fucked up thing in this entire movie. <laughs> Like his skin was melting off. His Not whole all body. of the people getting their limbs shot off no, and shot fifty times. Because here's the thing: if I give credit to anything in this movie, it's kind of the, the makeup. makeup. The makeup was really good. So right before that, RoboCop unscrews the bolts from his head and yep. he takes off his helmet. Yep. And you see he's still got his face, uh-huh. and then he's got all the of his back face. of his head is all robotics. Yep. And that by itself 
looked pretty good. Looked believable. It looked believable. Even by today's standards. Yeah. And it didn't look fake. I couldn't tell where the lines were, where it was like stopped being prosthetic and right. started being his real face. Right. So whoever made that, props to you. And they also made a man's face slouch and melt off of one side and then his eye is like popping out and, and his explode. hands are like melting oh it was fucking <laughs> awful but that was done with makeup those were practical effects yeah. it was horrific and for that i say bravo yes because you mr or miss makeup you did your job honestly what the fuck so yes robocop comes to the rescue no he doesn't come to the rescue <laughs> he uh he, he goes them he all. goes to work he, he goes, goes to work and his partner's there and his partner gets shot a bunch but she's also alive she's also still you alive you can get shot like six times and definitely it's survive. the future betsy oh my god the, the future fu- trend the future betsy <laughs> all the way to the year whatever the fuck this this we'll year go is. ahead and say the year 2000 Okay. 1987? Sure. This could be the year 2000. Could have been the year 2000. They never say a year. I'm going to go ahead and say it's the year 2000. I wasn't in Detroit in 2000. No. Uh, so, Robocop is victorious. Yes. Against the, the bad guys who tried to kill him. Yeah. And technically succeeded. And he uses his little uh, his, uh, USB spike that yep. comes out of his arm. It's like hand. a middle finger. We didn't even talk about that. The right. first time it appears, uh-huh. he turns his hand around and it pops up uh-huh. out of his middle finger. Yeah. You're just going to get a lot of sighing from me this whole episode. <laughs> ay yeah, yay. Continue. Yeah. So, yeah, he he kills the bad guy with the spike finger. And then he goes back to the corporation yep. with the really big gun. Yep. And he takes out another the Ed, new 209. Ed 209. Ed 209. Ed 210. 210. Ed 210. Sure. Sure. Um, takes out that, goes up to the boardroom where there is yet another board meeting. To roll out the Ed 209s. To, add, to roll out all of the Ed 209s. Because the cops are on of, strike trends. Instead of Robocop. We need them. Yep. We'll have the full support of the city because all the cops are not working of right course. now. And it's a dangerous, horrible place. So Robocop, Robocop comes in and who's the main guy? Do we ever get his the name? The old man is just called the old man. Is just called, really? Look it up, Trent. I looked this right. up. Okay. He's called the old man. Okay. Old man is is sitting at the at the head of the table, g- getting the the presentation from from Dick, and uh, RoboCop comes in and says, "You're under arrest for all of this stuff." No, he says, "This man is suspected of crimes, or he's a suspect or something, because he knows he can't try to arrest him, right? I because guess. Sure. of Directive Four, right? So he's." Sticks his little finger and uploads the video of him confessing to his crimes. Right. Saying, I, I killed Bob. Yep, I had to what, kill Bob. Yeah, because of whatever. Because, again, he's recording everything. He's recording everything. And so uh, Dick freaks out, grabs the old man, grabs the gun that is apparently still there from the last presentation where a man was murdered. Horribly. Horribly. Very much murdered. <laughs> Excessively murdered. Takes the old man hostage and says, I want a helicopter. What is with these people taking hostages and immediately asking for things? Come on. They, mm, they've thought this through clearly. So he demands a helicopter and 
I guess the old man is really on the ball. Yeah. With uh, with his uh, his old, orders. Old man is sharp. Old man says, "You're fired, Dick," and immediately that little uh, uh, objective four or whatever it's called goes away off RoboCop's screen. It releases him from his uh-huh. directive four. Uh huh. And he can now take him out. Uh huh. And he does. And there was the shot where he falls out of the window. What's with his fucking arms? His arms were like eight feet long. Yeah, I know we're doing like... It was like they did stop motion animation, but then superimposed his head onto right, it. Right, right. Like they couldn't get the shot of him like on wires. Again, we just made Die Hard that shows... Yeah. Spoiler alert. A great shot at a the great very shot, end. A great shot. Somebody falling at that angle from a building, from the top of a skyscraper. Yeah. And, and you got a great filmed. shot of his face. And it's him, and it's he's doing it. Yeah. He's on wires. They figured it yeah. out with wire work. Yeah. This was fucking ridiculous. His arms were like nine feet long, and then he just sort of vanishes into oblivion. Yep. It was fun. And then end of movie. It's end just of his, movie. What's it's your just... name? What's your name? My name's Murphy. End of movie. Robocop. Robocop. Credits. Movie's over. Credits. Credits. <laughs> what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> A glorious piece of filmmaking. Oh, by Paul, Paul Verhoeven, Verhoeven, who went on to make such movies as Basic Instinct yep. and Showgirls. Showgirls. And Starship Troopers. Yep. This man. And True Lies. Did and you True say? Lies. Yeah, and yeah. True Lies. He made all these movies. Uh-huh. He also made Hollow Man, which yeah. is that Kevin Bacon movie. Yeah. And then, against all odds, here's a weird one for you. Okay. In the late 2010s, or a couple years pre-Game of Thrones, uh, Clarice Van Houten, yeah. uh, for, uh, who plays the Red the Woman. The Red Woman. She starred in a movie that he was in, or that he directed, excuse me, mm-hmm. called Black Book. And it's set in World War II, and she's basically a spy. And it's really fucking good. Like, actually legitimately good. Not cheesy, not supposed to be funny. It's a good movie. How did this man (laughs) get from there to Black Book? I don't know. I just find it interesting that that movie of his I had seen, I was like, wow, what a good director. (laughs) What an interesting oeuvre he must have. And then we go back to the very beginning, and we have RoboCop. <laughs> RoboCop. Everybody has a beginning, Betsy. Wow, Trent. Wow. Just wow. Wow. I'm <sighs> so glad we watched this. I'm so glad. I, uh... <laughs> I Listen, this, if you are looking for a cheesy, corny, action 80s movie sign up for robocop i get it if that is your bag you will not be disappointed it is a classic this is a stupid stupid over-the-top ridiculous movie but if that's your bag it's a good bag to have like i there were moments i enjoyed it but I just couldn't let myself go that much. Oh. Maybe if I were to watch it again, which, dear God, please don't make me watch this again, <laughs> I would be able to just be enveloped in the stupidity more. 
I want to know what they do with the sequels. Okay, so I mentioned in, in I the do in, not. <laughs> I, I mentioned in the intro. I thought, oh yeah, there's some kind of weird drug. That's in the sequel. Clearly. There is a drug, a new narcotic called Nuke. A new narcotic called Nuke. Nuke. And what does Nuke do? I don't know. <laughs> I just know it's called Nuke. It's better than cocaine. Cocaine. There's so much cocaine. There's so much cocaine. Ah, oh, Betsy. <sighs> That's RoboCop. Trent, this movie was nominated and won Academy Awards. <laughs> okay. Makeup? Uh, no. Actually. Directing? So, hold on. All right. This actually was given a special achievement award. So when I say win and it won an Academy Award, it wasn't a competitive award. It was granted it. it they were given uh-huh. a special achievement award for sound effects editing. There's a lot of gunshots. But it was nominated for best sound and best film editing. This movie. I would agree with that. Two Academy Awards. I would agree nominations. with those awards. There's a lot of gunshots. There's a lot of stuff happening on screen. It sounded great. It looked great. To a point. To a point. We watched it in glorious high def. We did. Just for you, Trent. We did. Oh, oh boy. boy. <laughs> Those were two completely different reactions with the same reaction. with the same words, which just tells you everything you need to know about the movie and us. Our marriage. <laughs> I love you, husband. I love you, Betsy. Okay, that's it. I don't have any more to say. If you want to talk to us about Paul Verhoeven and his entire catalog including this glorious movie, RoboCop. This movie that we've also included. Please email us. Tell us what you think. I really want to know. Email us at neverseenitpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter if you want. The Twitter handle is neverseenit underscore pod. Or you could also support us. Throw us some money. Click on the link in the podcast description. It'll bring up a page from anchor.fm. We're going to need money when the divorce hits because (laughs) I have to sit through too many of these movies. (laughs) We're not going to see the sequels. No. I'll go and watch them myself if I have to. knock yourself out, my darling love. (laughs) (laughs) Click the link in the podcast description. Throw us a buck or two if you want. If you don't, no big deal. We'll get by. But until next time, Betsy, this has been Never Seen It. Yep. I am Trent. I am lucky to be married to you. Yes, you are. And I'm Betsy. (laughs) And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. I'll buy that for a dollar.